Welcome, folks, the Page episode. The Page episode. 44th episode of Through the Island podcast. And, uh, you know, you might have just heard a little, little something different. Uh, very interesting. The Islanders beat that avalanche ass. And who suddenly can't, can't make time to record? The co-host, lowercase c, uh, co-host, corporate, lowercase c, Mike M, cap, uh, lowercase m, uh, as a sign of disrespect, could not, could not make it on the pod. However, had to call up, had to, had to go to the, and you know, we have a deep bench here. We refer to the 300 IQ militia on the pod often. And the man that is behind the memeage that, that you'll see us post, the niche memeage, uh, our friend Christian Bale is in the house. What's up, everybody? I said Bale. But you said Bale? Well, well we did well, say well. we were going to have celebrity guests. First of many. First of many. Um, where, where is corporate Michael this evening? Uh, I, I believe uh, the cryptocurrency band that he's in uh, uh, had, a, had a practice. Cryptocurrency had a practice. Of course. Uh, so convenient, convenient. Yeah. Just move the move the practice. You have you have to record for the pod. Move the practice. It's that simple. It's basic. It's that simple. It's that obvious. So uh, Christian. Yes. Christian Beal. Uh, Correct. Government style name. Uh, you know your name's Christian. Do you have any thoughts on the the rise of of uh, you know really gross uh, Christian nationalistic uh, politic? Oh, the uh, the midterms are coming up pretty quick. Maybe yeah. that's where Mike is tonight. Oh, I think I, yeah, I think the, he's doing the canvassing situation, the the voter intimidation situation that, yes. that Mike I, I imagine is participating. He's a Suffolk guy, so a lot of people are saying that. I heard a lot of actually true people, uh, honest people, like patriot style people saying that. So I believe it. <laughs> um, and another thing I believe in is the New York Islanders. Hallelujah. Five wins in a row. Five in a row, baby. It is. It's. It. It's fun. It was really fun. After last episode, everybody, every, everything on Isles Twitter was like doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. Uh, and we said relax. We Calm told down. you to relax. We said relax, and we were right. So please, just stop thinking you have free will and just listen to us. It's going to be much better. For it's you. for the best. But but uh, it's it's been uh, uh, the so the, fi- the the five game winning streak that they've been on uh, since we last recorded involved uh, we'll we'll dive in and out the details a bit you know this is a free freestyle when when uh, someone can't can't uh, a regular can't compete you got to pick up the slack and the people that get called up they do their best you know they we're gonna it's we're doing true. our best here. So the five games that the Isles won were the Isles shutting out the Rangers, 3-0. I was there. I'll get into that. The Baylenium, Josh Bailey, 1,000 game in Carolina. Beautiful. Six, was it 5-2 dub, 6-2 dub? Either 6-2 way. 6-2 dub. It was a 6-2 dub. They got, they got, it was an empty net situation that they Correct. got. Yeah, okay. At the end there. Isles, Avs, uh, Comeback City, or some people are calling... Uh, Mike's uh, cowardice uh, on full display. Ran into him. We'll get into that as well. Have some audio to share. Uh, the Sezikis uh, situation against the Blackhawks. Quite the situation. Quite the situation. But the Isles won that situation. 
N, Isles again, one again, Isles one again, again, against the Blues, baby. Jordan Bennington, crybaby sauce. He's such a crybaby. But that that is the that is the path that the Isles have have um, come since. I I be like I know you were on tour for some of it, right? Correct. I was on tour for actually uh, everything up until the Blackhawks game. Um, so I caught as much as I could while I was away using various uh, forms of venue, Wi-Fi, and illegal <laughs> streams that have assuredly ruined my telephone. Oh, yeah, dude. Our social security numbers are all over the Eastern Bloc, for sure. We don't really need them. Please. Please take my identity from me. Please. What am I going to do with it? So I, I guess uh, from I, I guess a, from from what you saw from I guess it's interesting. So you've seen the two games, and I guess I can kind of carry the the earlier part. But as someone who missed the first three games and now has seen like it feels like these Isles like finished that ro- that home stand like really strong, and the expectation was like oh well here comes the the road yes. trip letdown. What has, what has been your thoughts from someone that I guess only was able to watch bits and pieces and get it through the group chat on, and Twitter before these past two games? And like, what have you seen actualized, I guess, in, in these? I think I've seen a lot of the things that they were attempting to have coalesce early in the season. Um, a lot of that stuff has sort of begun to crystallize and has sort of become internalized, I think. Um, the, a lot of like the breakout passes um the, I, I found the the team's passing has been very interesting and creative and impressive in a different a different way um stuff like that i've seen better attention to detail in the defensive end i think that the uh, new coaching regime has put such an emphasis on breaking out of the defensive zone um that they got a little bit sloppy in their own end the first few games of the season and I think that was sort of triggering a meltdown mode in the Twitter sphere. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think we're starting to see a nice combo of um, some of Lane Lambert's uh, philosophies starting to sink in. And then some of the uh, players starting to settle in with their line mates, guys like Romanov and Dobson starting to coalesce a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're 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 finding their chemistry. Mm-hmm. And it's still way. it's still a work in progress. I I I've mentioned it on I mentioned it last episode. It does feel kind of the fact that like they're they're such like stylistic compliments, but they both are still like uh fairly raw. Uh Dobson much less so than than Romanov, but like Mm-hmm. They they both have room to grow, so having them play with typically you you'd like them to be with a vet, like a stylistic compliment. We, we've had enough of that. Yeah, the, that era is done for. Yeah, just diving in. I mean, it's yeah. it's fun, I guess, on some level. Just thinking about thinking about how the Islanders. It, it's been talked about like when they didn't really make any roster changes. That like this is pretty baked in. Like everything here. Mm-hmm. is is pretty baked in that it is nice and refreshing to <laughs> what's not baked in is your second defensive pair mm-hmm. like it, that you're going to have growing pains there but it's for theoretically a much higher ceiling than anything that they could have brought up uh 
or you know like could have crafted a, a big trade for like you know all the talk mm -hmm. of of like chikrin and that's the fact that they're still involved in those rumors i find to be like strange and frankly i don't as as good as this run's been i i don't want to for the first time ever bridgeport actually like seems like it's developing forwards mm -hmm. i want to i want to let that be especially Just eight, be, yeah especially because like there's there's uh bailey's going to be gone bailey's probably getting traded in the off season this year that's like a, that's a middle six guy that you'll need to mm -hmm. replace zach parise maybe is is he he looks fucking good man and he and he's getting goals uh early this year there were like three occasions tonight maybe four occasions tonight where zach parise made a play and i went wow zach parise is so smart the, when just, he when I'm, he tried that just, between the leg when yep, he tried that between so, the, yep, i was exactly. like holy he's fuck. so smart i love the way he plays <laughs> hockey so much yeah dude i i could see him i i could see them just being like you know if they if they, if they make the playoffs but they don't win the cup but he like still feels good i could see them just being like screw it same same contract next year so like, back, like, yeah. like, you're like all right sure that but um it, it it feels like you know so i guess with with romanov and dobson it's nice to see it's an, it's like at sometimes it's hair raising there were times where in the third period like R romanov still gets his happy feet he gets mm -hmm. super he gets zoomies man he gets uh, he gets his zoomies and he's just he's, like he's just a puppy he's going to get zoomies <laughs> for a little bit still and uh uh i mean it's worth it when he fucking nails those like he had he had a fucking awesome uh, line. He lined a guy up on the left side boards oh, uh, yeah. at at one point. Fucking, this was like a, a you know this Blues game was chippy, and because of that, like I also I think that the the Blackhawks game was chippy too. Um, like it, it, I think it's also it's it's no surprise that like Romanov has has looked his best mm -hmm. in those environments, and I think that's what's nice about that. That's another like Scott Mayfield type defenseman where it's a guy that like. Those guys Scott, can turn. Scott Mayfield has looked very good. He looks you, like a. You, you've been begging for the trade for at least two and, podcast seasons now. And I am rescinding Ooh. the trade. Is official. that official? Is that it's an official? official it's, a, it's breaking. I'm breaking it without Mike here. He has to deal with it. Incredible. But but Mayfield has Mayfield has looked has looked really strong. And I think if I, I don't know what any of this escrow shit is, but if gets paid off in full this year i'm not sure if this if it's this calendar year or this season but the cap will go up four million if it doesn't it only goes up one but if it goes up four million i think they're gonna just give keep that scott mayfield yeah they're just gonna keep scott mayfield and at this point fuck it like go for it especially if you're gonna be infusing three to four elc's Mm -hmm. in the next like two years like as you know nelson uh is uh, at that point nelson will, will almost be off the books and pajot will almost be off the books so it'll be an, it'll be a period of of you know you'll have money to play with so you're not going to be like ruining the mayfield contract but mm -hmm. but i guess so to bring it i think uh back to i guess just a, a overview of where the team's been and how they've been doing to go to the uh the beginning of the streak the the ranger game i i i went it was uh it was fucking awesome i took my i took my uh 
15 year old cousin oh first uh, islanders game correct first no we we'd been to uh we've been to a, a good amount of islanders games oh Actually, it was first ubs game first ubs game gotcha, first gotcha. islander ranger game very cool and uh yeah this was uh the my cousin uh who they had like a school trip and that's how i got to get onto the coliseum ice despite being blocked by them mm-hmm. on twitter and that is how i won family fast and furious style a nepotism um, situation it's an, a, a nepotism situation uh but but yeah so it was it was great getting to bring him to that game and it, it was funny just because like going into that game both the i both i think the rangers had just had a really bad loss too or were on a losing streak and continued because they lost to the islanders and the islanders had their we lost two we lost uh we lost a game to the Devils that we showed up unprepared for because we didn't realize. Like everybody else in the league, we did not expect the Devils to be good. Did Who not could know blame we had us? to play. Yeah, I mean, and the whole league, literally, I think the whole league, I, I think the Devils are having, as Islander fans, we've seen many of these seasons. Most Islander seasons start off good because the other team, the, the, the competition is putting in backups or just showing up and mailing mm-hmm. it in. And like, because the team is dialed in playing at a professional level they win just from like intensity and 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 uh focus um like i think the devils are kind of having that where i think the devils are are probably are good i'm still we'll see outside looking in everything's about goaltending so to me it's like i i don't trust Mackenzie blackwood precisely and i mean the the thing with all their like with all their charts uh, and the stat, the results they've gotten so far, they've been good. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's just a matter of like, is, are you going to shoot at that percentage? That like, are you going to shoot that well for the whole the duration of the season? And sometimes you do have several guys have career years at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. So the Islanders, you know, their losing streak. If if we go even before the win streak is. They lost to a team that is good. That they that they they played a bad game, that they perhaps were unprepared for against a team that is like really dialed in and tired of losing, like the Devils. Mm-hmm. And then they lost two just kind of weird games to the the Lightning and and Panthers, mm-hmm. um, and which are still good are very good teams too. Like it's 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 Correct. a long fucking season. And you lost both those games by one goal? That's the thing basically. for me. They, they were competitive in both of those games. There hasn't really been one game all season long where I think that they've looked like woefully <laughs> under the, uh, you know. The way there were games last year that were, it was just like, oh, this is fucking hell. Yes. Them struggling against the fucking like Sabres of last year in some mm-hmm. of those games was just like misery. But, um, yeah, so, but, you know, so the Islander, I, that the mood was funny just because, like, usually it's, like, everyone's really excited. Both mm-hmm. fans are drawing at each other. Everybody walked in a little bit defeated and, and worried that that uh, yeah that they were about to, you know, take another L to, to mm-hmm. the rival. And only the Ranger fans had to experience that, not Islander fans. Yes. But it was, it, like, that felt like, um, that game, that game, almost like they needed that. It's obvious, but they needed that win, and it almost I think helped kind of establish a bit of a 
a uh, a game plan for them, which was like Sorokin. <laughs> Sorokin mm-hmm. is just playing at a Vesna level and, That's and true. like and trying to give him some at least offensive counter punch so he's not in his own end the entire period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then striking, you know, the the couple the couple guys that they have that have scoring touch hope it's that guy's night because the Islanders. It's frustrating, but they don't have a like. I mean, the Blues look like a mess, but just watching like Tarasenko, Tarasenko, yep, tonight, automatic. It, it it's it watching that guy step off the boards and rip shots is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I really hope I really hope Wallstrom. I'd love for Wallstrom. Like I I don't know. I, I'm so curious what it is that makes. I want Wallstrom to be Tarasenko, but I'm not sure. And it might just be straight up skill level. Like that might just be it. But like mm-hmm. I'd love for Wallstrom to evolve to that type of guy just because like, you know, Tarasenko's a guy that the Blues can always kick the puck to and and trust, you know, okay, this is when they're down a goal, they know that's a guy that they that gets open will crush it. And the Islanders don't. They yes. have a bunch of guys that like seventy five percent of the time can come um close to that maybe yeah. occasionally can maybe hit the goalie in the chest yeah, yeah yeah but like and and for for the islanders that night it was uh it was palmary mm-hmm. uh you know and it was nice to see him get on the board he's looked good and that that's it seems like that sparked Jump him started him yep again tonight he's he's a very it, it's interesting to me it's like it's funny that so the Islanders' strength is their centers. Theoretically, it's like, oh, with, with Paul Mary. First, obviously, you try him with Barzell, and it just doesn't work. It just, mm-hmm. it hasn't, it, it like, somehow, you know, we were all like, how the fuck is Barry not playing him with, uh, with, with Barzell? And Barry like, knew. And, and it was like, in, the, in that playoff run, it was like, why the fuck is, why are you not, especially if he, if he can play the left side, why is he not up there? And, I guess Barry saw something because it was one of those things where there were a couple goals that happened in like uh, shifts where one of them got off and the other one got on and -hmm. they connected for a goal in some way. And it's like, dude, just putting together all the time. And like, I guess Trouts is just like, nah, that those were happy accidents that, that, that they, they can't play with each other. And, and then he, he hasn't had, it's a mix of, he hasn't had great chemistry with, with Nelson and, they seem to like, and it seems like Bo, who was scratched in that in that you know Florida trip, he's he's reawoken, and it seems like they really like the the Bo Brock uh, Anders uh, line combo. Yeah. yeah, so it's I, like uh, it, I do too, and so it's like so so now now you have Paul Mary, the guy that was like supposed to be like a thirty-ish goal guy on your third line. Mm-hmm. Just by you know the weird the weird uh, space that he I guess the the space that he's left with and and I guess it's it's on some level if he can keep scoring the way the Islanders roll lines if he can get twenty five goals like that'd be great but you know that was uh, being at being at the game was was fucking great and uh, it, it's. Uh, Oh, and Josh in game, which should have been one thousand. Yes, 
did you have it. tickets prior to it no longer being game one? I did. I Damn. did. I was you got pissed. Played. I was. Uh, we got we got played like Doja Cat played us. You know what I'm saying? Heartbroken. But uh, but so but he he the, the Josh goal of that game was fucking beautiful, and it was nice that that game was uh. It, I my only regret is that that it wasn't against uh it wasn't against Shesterkin. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that that would have made that that whole thing sweeter. The way the way those fucking Palmieri snipes and that that Bailey deflection, I don't think those are stoppable. Like not particularly mm-hmm. stoppable goals. Uh, but um, but yeah, I I uh, I, I think um, you know that game that game. Established a blueprint, and then neither of us saw the the uh, the Bailey one thousand game. But uh, it was just from from what I, I watched the condensed game thing on the NHL app, and and I thought uh, it was. I mean, one again, Sorokin, and it, the, the the key, the tying thread in all this is Sorokin. Then the one game that didn't have Sorokin was mm-hmm. the game that they got scored on a lot. Yes, not that it was Varley's fault, but but you know. It it always it always comes back to uh to Sorokin, but Sorokin keeping them in it, making insane saves, and then scoring by again, which which of the B plus players mm-hmm. is gonna is gonna put it in have an A game, you know? And like the fact that you have uh Barzal and Wallstrom connecting, great goal, and their chemistry has been nice to watch. It's it's still it's still not all the way there, but again, you know, if if uh, Wallstrom's the same draft as Dobson, so he's twenty one, twenty two. It's yes. you have to let him grow, and I think I think mm-hmm. on some level Barzell has had a. Uh, it's it hasn't been like a, a stunted development process, but like he's just kind of had a weird one from like being a being rookie of the year mm-hmm. to being. Unex- unexpectedly thrust right. there was there was a like a three-year transition it basically like mm-hmm. there was a three to four year transition that was supposed to happen that didn't yes and uh it seems like they, they've looked at what have you thought about about barzell's game um i really like it i like that he's shooting the puck a lot um i think if he can continue shooting the puck at the rate that he's shooting the puck inevitably the goals are going to start to come and then as goals start to arrive, uh, defense is going to have to clamp down even tighter on him, which is going to open up space for other guys on the ice, like a Wallstrom, uh, who you could argue is maybe the best natural shot on the team, maybe next to Brock. Um, yeah. And, you know, that opens Wallstrom up to moving into like a Tarasenko-style automatic role, I think. It- but I think uh, – Barzell is also sort of having to navigate new territory again, just with the coaching change and the way that the offensive game plan has seemed to deviate from like the last few years. It seems like it's going to take him a while to settle in also and re- recalibrate. I mean, what's interesting about it is that it's built it, it, now the system seemingly is, is attempting to build around his strengths, which mm-hmm. I think, I think is just like, it's fun as a fan. It's it's nice watching because mm-hmm. I get I get why Trotz did what he did. He built a system around protecting against your worst players. Yes, 
which was necessary at the time completely it was necessary and and you know, maybe the argument is that he he should have trusted trusted that the lineup that he had by 20 uh last season yeah yeah by by, by mm-hmm. 21 22 was was so much better than the one in 20 that that the 2018 19 training camp can't hurt you anymore Barry whatever you saw that horrified you so much that that fall 2018 training camp where you were like cuz i remember he was pissed that he there was like sound bites from him coming out of that training camp where he was just like not happy with the defense at all like him and i think letty beefed uh, just mm-hmm. with how sour letty played that first year i think it was just like rough sledding there but oh, poor nick letty Man, yeah, got that... his got his little goal taken away. Oh man, he got rocked. He got had to rocked. move to Missouri. He had to move to Missouri. He got has to be on a team with Jordan Bennington. Got rocked. He got rocked right before the third goal, or mm-hmm. I forgot which. He got rocked before one of the goals, like absolutely yeah. smoked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was it was hard to tell if he was, you know, reeling from the hit, or that's just how Nick Letty reads offensive mm-hmm. attacks that he just often miscalculates where he's supposed to yes. uh, space his out. body. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but wait, before we, you know, before we, we close out the, the, the Canes game, uh, the, the scoring by committee. And again, it was like the awaken the, the, the continuous awakenings. Mm-hmm. Brock Vember began yes. uh, on, in that game, even though it was still, it was still Brocktober technically, but uh uh, he had he had his two goals, but the biggest thing is our friend Josh Bailey, our oldest friend, our finest one, friend. In game one thousand, Bailey. In game one thousand, and it's just like it's 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 awesome. It's it's so fucking great. This guy's been with the fucking Islanders <laughs> for a thousand games. I, I, during the game, I was on an airplane using uh, free airplane Wi-Fi trying to connect to some crazy stream you website. tried I can't, of course i, can't I tried. tried my friend you the things you do for love the things you do for your friends <laughs> um you know trying to connect to like dude stream dot xyz dot are you are you are you xing out of very very sketchy pop-ups yeah a um, lot of family a lot of tense Family, a lot of inappropriate yeah. family situations. A lot of uh, websites that your wife will hate. Oh yeah, yeah, that type of situation on the airplane. Um, but to no avail. I had to settle for a text from my uncle, who was uh, very, very, very happy. What a game! I was, I was having shout a, out Uncle Joe. I was at a, I was at a uh, Halloween party, and. What and were you dressed as? I was dressed. So Lauren and I, Lauren, oh, my I know, I know the answer. Not, not, uh, not, not Mike's wife, Lauren. Not, not Mike's wife, which is interesting. Wife, because they had, they got, they got married in a wedding. But yes, I, when, I when did that? When did that happen? Happened August sixth, according to the group oh, chat. like like the commission, like the commission. Uh, this is the the instance of, of another instance of betrayal from Mike uh, that, that he is being investigated um, into uh, not inviting me. He, he lied and said that he did, but he, he I think he didn't and I'm it, prove it. It certainly seems that way. But uh, wait, what were we talking about? Who knows? Well, we were talking about, <laughs> I'm not sure if we closed the Bailey loop. I, I mean, oh, I, yeah, I just, so we were talking about game 1000. Oh, so I, I was, oh, what I was dressed as uh, oh, Lauren, yes. Lauren, 
Lauren, my fiance, and I were, were dressed as uh, Jesse and, and Walt from, from Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. We oh, had yeah. uh, we had the like uh, the big yellow suits and Ooh, hazmat uh, hazmat hazmat meth, situation. meth jumpers meth jumpers. We had some we had some rock candy that we crushed up and uh, uh, blue the blue meth. It was uh, it was good. Did you did did you uh, do any Halloween situations? I did nothing for Halloween. I got home uh, right prior to Halloween on the thirtieth, and I was just very exhausted. So I did a lot of just. Sitting. laying in different oh, yeah. positions was just all about my my apartment nice doorbell didn't ring once <laughs> now that's a dream but uh, so so i was i was also keeping in on the game and it was it's kind of funny like mm-hmm. josh bailey 1000 a lot of people i know had schedule shit where they couldn't see it. and i guess on some level it's like friday and also you figured the 1000th game would have been the Wednesday mm-hmm. against the Rangers, unless he was hurt. Yes. Um, so a lot of people just, I, I had several friends that, that were not able to catch the game, but it was like staying, staying in the loop of the game in, in group chats or texts Twitter, people yeah. that, that were watching. It was, it's just like, it's funny. Josh Bailey being a, a 1,000 plus gamer as an Islander and only as an so Islander much. right now. It's so amazing. It. And part of this weird journey, it is fun. It is fun and funny to, to not just get that, try to like, you have to get that momentous occasion, not in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, None of my friends got to see it, which is very true to Josh Bailey, I feel like. <laughs> we all just have been taking him for granted the whole time. We didn't see it. We just, we just continue to take him for granted. Well, I'm gonna and, miss him when he's gone. Pal. That's the, that's the good and bad of Josh of, of Josh Bailey. It, it's you didn't see it when the, the his great plays are mm-hmm. plays that passes that you just didn't had, see coming. You had no fucking lane or like sense mm-hmm. of how he like he timed it out. But his bad plays, his bad plays. You also like, can't see what he was even attempting think, to do. Thinking about uh, it's it's art, and that's and that's why you know if yes. you don't appreciate Bailey, you don't appreciate art. You don't, you don't appreciate, appreciate jazz. Art, you don't appreciate jazz. You didn't appreciate Leo Komarov. If you don't appreciate art, you don't deserve rights. It's that simple. It's it's basic. Um, I, I'm a one issue voter, and and that's that's my that's my issue. Um, but Josh but Bailey, J- Josh Bailey, and <laughs> the fact that the fact that not not only are you are you just having to experience the game via that he gets the game winning goal on a fucking on a on a, on a Dangle where he literally dangled Anderson out of his pants. Yes, the, the man pants, fell. The, the pants fell the off. The man fell down. He, Ass he, cheeks. He flying. As part of his job, and he fell. Yes. That's how good the dangle was. Uh, oh, and, and I, had a, I, I had a really good pun, I felt. Uh, which was, what was uh, the pun? Uh, here's another dangle for the Never Bay Leavers. Yeah, Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, uh, Man on the Moon, REM. Are you are you an REM guy? I like that song, Kaya Huga, quite a bit. What is it? How do you pronounce that? I'm not sure. I... Kaya Huga. Mm. The chorus I'll, goes. I'll take your... Okay, go. I'll, I'll look it up. Do the chorus. It's just that word, Kaya Huga. Let me see here. Yeah, they got some bangers, man. Man on the uh, Moon. What's uh what's the record with the yellow cover with the leaves on it? That's the one I like. That is out of time. That record's pretty cool. 
Oh yeah, it's the one that has. Uh, oh, you, I just clicked. Yeah, losing my religions on there. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that was the uh, that was the. I thought that was a good. That, and it didn't get that much love on Twitter, which I thought also Josh Bailey fitting. I yes. was. It, it's actually it was a really good. Um, lane, but uh, and and like so, the Islanders win those two games, and it's like great. You you just beat the two like divisional favorites mm-hmm. in with strong performances, um, and uh, and then and then you get to the the Avalanche game, and it's like it, it's just it's a it's a measuring stick game, blah blah blah. Great pace, the first period, scoreless, and then the Avalanche get quick. Three quick ones, and Varlamov could not have really done anything on any of them for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, but like it was just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, maybe this is gonna be like a five hundred team or something. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. And then you had to you had to see Mike in between periods to discuss. Well, so I saw him be, in, at, after the first period. And the Islanders were, were yes. going; they still their penalty kill streak. There's video. Maybe I'll splice it. I'll splice mm-hmm. the audio if I figure out how to do that into this episode. But uh, I confront. I said, "Okay, Mike, uh, do you?" Uh, I, I he, he was just coming out of the bathroom, and I stood in front of him because you're allowed. Stood to- in front of the bathroom door. Not well. There was a lot of space. There was at least okay. fifteen space, Plenty. fifteen okay. feet of space. So it, it was not. A, it was not a, like a, a blockade situation. Yeah, I was not. I was not. Okay. There, he could have walked other places. I, I was just to having you. to stand. I was standing yes. in his lane of walking. So I was, and he, you know, he he was being very evasive. He he accused me of of. Uh, he said, "Are you going to fight me? Are you, you look like you want to you want to fight me right now?" And I said, "No, Mike. I'm just trying to speak to you. Uh, it's the First Amendment." And mm-hmm. uh, and I asked him, you know, like, so will you, will you root for the Islanders? And he he refused. He he wouldn't say yes. He was just you just want to see a good game. I just want to see a good game. I said, will you at least say that you hope that the Islanders' penalty kill streak continues through this game? And he wouldn't even commit to that. Interesting. And then the next period starts and the penalty kill streak ends. So guess what, folks? That's Mike's fault. Sounds like Mike's fault. So one plus one equals two. And and uh but but you know, they get they get a goal from Dobson, who has fucking just looks better and better. And I, his his little uh, pick at the blue line right before oh, that goal tonight. tonight. Oh Woo! my god! I, I think there's. Uh, I guess we'll get into this. In a, I guess we'll, when we get to an even more generalized conversation, but he gets the goal, and then Parise just digs out, digs out a goal, and then uh, that Barzell shift to tie it. The, I, I'm sure I had to the see replay. the I had to see the shift in in, in post, but yeah, beautiful. But you, yeah, because I, I think it got clipped. That that was one of the mm-hmm. ones where it like yeah, and the puck retrieval. It was it was Barzell, Sezikis, and Clutterbuck, and it was just the puck retrieval. Uh, and it, it was it was uh, I I moved down to my friend uh, in the two hundreds section, Justin, and so or was I watching? For the, I I can't remember where I was watching from for that for the third period, but. Uh, he, Barzell, there, there was just a moment where, like, right, right before Barzell makes the pass, he keeps retrieving the puck, and it's just like, wow, this guy keeps, like, he's just 
a demon with this shit right now. Mm-hmm. On the last rotation, there's a moment where he looks up, and maybe he was see- seeing where he could get a, cr- a good like cross confusion, but he like saw that he had McKinnon on him, and he just like makes this turn in and hits Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, that was the shift where, uh, very funny that Mike's not here, but it was just like, it was awesome watching that shift play out. The fact that it was Barzell on McKinnon, that shift. I, I, I think Barzell looks so fucking hungry. And it's not like, he's also, one of the complaints about Barzell is he does, he does all this skating only to make a safe pass. Mm-hmm. And the intersection of that, which, uh, uh, you know, the, the previous big-time Barzell to Mayfield connection was the game sixer. Where we were the, together. Where we were together. Over, over, over of, his little left shoulder, yep. The game six mafia. Game six mafia. Beal and I are game six mafia. We've, we've been to the the uh, Isles uh, last game ever at the Coliseum. Final Coliseum game. Against the Caps. First game we ever went to together. Which they game won. game six. We, we, we were at, not together, but in the same section, despite not knowing one, we were there. One row apart from one another. At the at the Tavares... Uh, Barkley uh, Center. Barkley Center wraparound, all-time fucking goal. Another uh, game winner. Another game winner. And then uh, and then we were at... Uh, and, and then he was at my apartment uh, for... Uh, him and Jenna were at, at, at the apartment for uh, game six. Spilled bone juice all over the... And the, all over the console, all over the, the center console. It's uh, still the TV there. Space. Yeah, it's stained. It's it's like uh, it's it's. I think I might have. Cle- I think I I was able to get it out, but it was uh, <laughs> it was blue. I, there was a lot of wiping down of the console, but the uh, game six mafia. How did we even... still undefeated? Still undefeated. Uh, but yeah, that 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 was uh, that was like, all right, Barzal is finding himself because that was the last time barzell looked like barzell was probably that game mm-hmm. game six against the lightning and it was like fuck and then them getting the goal right after and it being Bo, like a guy that like has he has such like he'll get you 17 to like 21 goals <laughs> And those twenty-one goals will all be like snipes, and so every time yeah, he shoots, and, and fifteen of them will be incredibly dramatic. Yeah, yeah. But 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 like, he he'd be like a, a fifty-goal scorer if he like had consistent hands. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that he was the guy that scored that goal, like, and it was he rifled it. It was one of those like you hear it come off the back bar or the the inside mm-hmm. post, like. And they were able to they were able to close it out uh, against the against the Avalanche, who like yeah they're they're not as dominant as they were last year, but from watching them up close, they're a fucking insane team, man. For sure, they're like and and getting that win was so fucking huge, and and I think the that game made them really believe. I think mm-hmm. snowball and, since then, and you saw that 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 carry into these games were like the Blackhawks game. Was not a perfect game, um, but it was a game where they, they were able to find a way to win. And like they had so much forward momentum. They had so much forward from momentum. that game that Casey Sezikis could not prevent himself from running down the goalie. Yeah, and I guess we can touch. We can we can touch now. Now we can get into just more broad topics. Uh, somehow more broad than what we've done yes. here so far. But uh, 
you know, what what were your thoughts on on the 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 Sezikis hit? Uh, it was fine. I was fine with the penalty. I don't know about the game misconduct. I even understand the game misconduct. It didn't seem like he attempted to avoid the the contact at all. But uh, people online talking about um, suspensions and Kevin uh, Kurz, man, what Kevin Kurz, what a he herb. sucks, Herb, He's such a Herb, Kevin, straight herbs. up, straight up, yes, Kevin Turds. Oh, got his ass on that one. Cooked him. I I thought so. Like I guess like it's one of those things where I I understand they're trying to protect the goalies. I understand all of that, but like, okay. Sezikis, the where he was when he shot, he shot it as a backhand that he had to reach for. Mm-hmm. At that point, like he does, he doesn't have much control of his body. Like he he doesn't have he doesn't have the ability to really turn, which, which is part of why, like, I guess, I guess I understand penalty. I'm not quite sure I understand I, five. I re, I'll be honest, I don't quite understand five. I, I guess. I guess, or in context of that, when it's in in the full context of it, how he was reaching, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that the that that Stalak had had slid, drifted, yeah. drifted, and yes, his right skate is still on the crease, but but is it? They only hit into each other because, like, if 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 Stalak is just hugging hugging the post in his crease, mm-hmm. like you know, behind the net style, like Sezikis is missing him because he'd, he'd be like hitting, he'd be just missing the post. Yes. And, and it was, it was bad as it was because he was out, out of the crease. So I just, I feel a little bit, um, I just don't understand that, that the, I guess unless the context is that if the puck is there or don't reach for, don't, don't like, if what requires you to make that a shot involves you putting yourself in such a way that, but still, again, he's not in the crease. So I'm trying to understand it both ways. And it's just, uh, I'm not sure I get like in context of that specific play. Yeah. I think you have to obviously give him two for it. Um, yeah, I think, I'm willing I think, to accept that. I think five might come in. Uh, where this is none of my business at all, but I think mm-hmm. five might come in from a game management perspective on a referee's behalf because obviously everyone yeah. uh, on the Blackhawks bench is going to feel like that's five or feel like that's a game. So if you give out two, you run the risk of uh, somebody oh, we know, can potentially do running Sorokin at the other end, which is you know what happened, albeit much more gently. You know, and that was with five in a game. So I think that maybe that's a consideration in these things. Yeah. Sometimes two, man. Which I don't really care either way, uh, because it didn't happen to my goalie. So that's the most important part. It here. truly is. Yes. Butch. Yeah, but Butch. I love Butch. <laughs> Butch. Butch being indignant about it being a penalty <laughs> at all. Yes. It being a penalty period, he was pissed about. Let alone five. Let alone a game misconduct, and then and then when the 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 goalie interference happened against Sorokin, that was like calling for his head. Yeah. That was like five like five percent of of contact, uh-huh. like like at most fifteen percent of the contact. That, yes. that it was quite soft, in fact. 
And like Butch looking for the makeup five, five minutes. Five minutes. Five <laughs> major <laughs> was like so fucking, it was so fucking funny. He rocks. Oh man. And I guess an, another thing with that Sezekis part there is, is that it's interesting. One, Sezekis has been great this season. The fourth line has been good. Like I, the, I, the turnaround in the game tonight uh, in that big first period push by the Blues was a big, hard-hitting shift by the fourth line. That's when the momentum started to shift. And it, and so, it was and, vintage Islanders tonight. The scorecard was vintage Islanders tonight. And Sorokin, and also all, all, only made possible because Sorokin made like three, <laughs> yeah. three, three highlight reel saves in the first period to keep uh-huh. it to keep it only one nothing. One nothing. Yes. And the one goal they had was just like, a, those boards were crazy against the fucking Blues. They were torqued those up. Those bounces were, yeah, they were torqued. They were, they were fully boned, man. Straight up. Uh, they, they, they were uh, like the, maybe those... Uh, gas station dick pill style ones where it's like mm-hmm. uh e honda and ryu like really yeah. just or, or no chun lee although maybe you know 2022 e honda and ryu you know could be a thing um a, a horny goat weed situation yeah yeah um but uh damn we're we're, we're just flying here the thing that, a thing that a thing that i wanted to talk about in that uh with that, so you had Sorokin just fucking killing it with the, those saves. Uh, that that one, he makes like two or three saves a game where you get the false celebration. Mm-hmm. You get you you get the 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 players on the other team without the light. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's uh. So he kept it, and then and then again, Sorokin. It starts with Sorokin, and then it uh, it. Someone else has to step up. Whether it's whether it's one of your one of your eight second liners, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> your ten second liners, yeah, yeah, like uh-huh. sc- scores like get, gets one of their seventeen to twenty three goals this season mm-hmm. in that in that in any given game, and or the the fourth line, you know, Clutterbuck this, that hit that someone. Hit. Mm-hmm destroyed someone absolutely I, which I think led I, to a penalty immediately and i think that i think that was the one with the dobson fucking mm-hmm. keep fucking amazing um it all it all fucking plays together man but uh you know a a thing that uh a, th- a thing about that that thinking about with the Sezikis with the penalty kill Again, that was like the again with, with thinking that okay the the road trip is where things are gonna go south again, and it was like oh okay, it's a five minute penalty kill with one of your best, arguably your best uh, penalty killer mm-hmm. out. Yep, and and your best face off guy by far. Oh no, I think I think Pajot's better, um, but like it was like okay. How they didn't get through it, and they just did. And it was like watching that penalty kill. I'm not sure if you caught this. They ran so many different units. They were mm-hmm. just doing like short shift yep. penalty kill, and it was like it was cool. Everybody, I, I think, like almost every forward. I think Matt Martin might have even gotten a shift or two there, just because it was like because you have to. Like mm-hmm. that's how. Oh no, no, he was he wasn't in that game. Ross. So I don't think Ross got. So I think I think it was a legit ten. 
I think like all 10 forwards uh, that weren't Ross Johnston uh, got time, penalty kill time on that. And it was just, every defenseman had to go with it. Even like Sebastian Ajo, who's like, I would say he hasn't looked horrible, but I, he's he, he's get he gets burnt at least once a game. But Sorokin, he's, he's one of the only ones on the team that I am iffy about currently. I feel like he spends a lot of time flopping on around ass. on. Flop, yeah, I was gonna say flopping around on his little butt. But you know, he. I think he has. I I can't tell if he hasn't been as bad or just Sorokin has been just ungod like just completely godless. This. Uh, not godly, godless yes. in how he's played. Like just you know, he knows this is it, and mm-hmm. that's it. and and you just what have else to, is there? Yeah, I I I I really sit around in East Meadow or whatever. Yeah, stare, oh, it would rock. stare at the wall all rock. day. I, I hope Sorokin go up and just, stop the puck. I hope he just has bought a regular house in like East Meadow, yes. Hicksville. I hope he just has a, a regular ass house. No, nothing on the walls anywhere. Mm-hmm. He has like nice furniture, but there's like it's all you it's all utility, like mm-hmm. nothing 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 decorative. Um, his play is the decoration. It's it's like that meme. Uh, men will have an apartment like this and not see the problem. And it's I just love like it, a, man. A TV on the floor and like a mattress oh, with no man. no cover you, on the floor. You ever a mattress on the floor guy? Never. Ah, dude. I've spent so much of my life like touring and traveling and stuff that any opportunity I have to sleep in a nice, uh, luxurious bed uh, feels like a godsend. See, for me, it's I, I like I like uh, the sleeping in like uh, in rough spots. It's see, it's, I don't it's dislike it, but yeah. I just don't like it in my in my living space. There's something about it. Well, especially if you have to drive afterwards, like uh, fucking. Toughens drive, you up, you know. Drive back from the Boston show we had earlier in the month was crazy. I'll talk about it after the recording. It'd be super digressive, but uh, love it. It was, uh, it was like when you're in the car for a while. If if you sleep shitty, you're like or van, like your body just like adjusts to, or <laughs> your back heals itself over the course of the ride, or or your mind adjusts to how shitty your back feels. Yeah, it's like a Stockholm syndrome. Situation <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah, but. Uh, but I, I just think uh, it's the aisles. The it just feels it feels like everybody's gotten on board, and I guess that that brings me to it a, has it has the win by committee feel of previous seasons, and it it has that energy early, which a lot of times that energy hasn't necessarily picked up until they go on a run later in the year. And it feels and it's, good. It feels good, and it's also the fact of like I think it's the thing that I've been saying before, which is that like. I didn't know what the Isles needed to do. And basically what we're seeing happen is the thing that I think, you know, we we needed to say was that the Islanders couldn't just try to become a fucking avalanche type team that just gun, gun, mm-hmm. gun, gun, gun. They it, It's nice seeing them. They're, they've learned how to, or they're getting better at both finding the lane game and knowing when they need to bury it up. Mm-hmm. Like every time, every time I see the Isles defend the lead late in the game, Barry mode. Ah, uh, it feels like it feels like we're at, like the the team game plan is essentially like Barry plus, Barry two point It's li- it's nice. I like it. It it's try to get the lead over the course of the first two periods, lane style, mm-hmm. and then bury it up in the third period. Like like in in the game against the Rangers, it was like 
the Islanders, uh, Sorokin fucking just stood on his head, made insane saves. They got, they got, they just kept hammering away. And, you know, Barry style, it was just about executing. And maybe the details now of how they execute their offense is more open because of whatever Lane has been working on with Mm -hmm. them. But the premise, the general premise of stifled opponent, the opponents, like, with your goaltending and your defense. Um, and Sorokin's been carrying maybe more of that ratio uh, yes. this year than previous years. There was, there was some stat during the game tonight. Uh, I don't know how many games this stat is applicable for. It might have just been the last two or three. But his save percentage is like 967. And it was like during the first period or something like that. Like it, It's like he, he, absurd. He, he knows that like, all right, it's they're figuring it out. I don't yeah. So some games maybe maybe Matt Martin's gonna look like he needs to go to the rabbit farm again, or mm-hmm. you know some games uh, Scott Mayfield is going to look like the guy that I've wanted to trade for through three years straight, um, and that just might happen. Like or it might not. It might not, and it hasn't happened lately. They might never lose again, pal. I I hey people we'll are ne- saying they we'll might never, never lose, lose again. again. Shorzy? I don't know what that is. Oh, wow, dude. So you just dropped that line without seeing the show? You got to watch Shorzy. It's on Hulu. It's like uh, the Letterkenny guys. Also it. don't know what that is. Uh, just, we'll just watch it, man. It's like hockey. Right. It's hockey, but good. It's a good hockey thing because it's made by Canadian people. Perfect. Um, so it's not like, I don't know. Anytime American media has tried to like incorporate hockey into pop culture it's just been dreadful just absolutely dreadful um but uh but i i guess i don't even care if we do if, if we are leaving something untied whatever I, I my a question that i have for you based off of how they've how they look now do you is it is this one? Is this enough of a sample size that you feel that you have expectations for the team? And two, if so, what are they? And if not, how much longer do you need? I don't think this is enough of a sample size for me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorokin is obviously playing out of his gourd, and assuredly that will be tempered at some point. Um, I think you've seen perhaps overperformance from a handful of guys that will undoubtedly regress as the season continues, especially the style of hockey that the Islanders play. It is just heavy and hard on some of the older members of the team, I believe. So I think uh, Matt Martin has – been staying far away from the rabbit farm thus far this year, but does that last? Who's to say? Um, and I think that this is perhaps this is perhaps a, a preview of the blueprint um, when all things are clicking. And I would like to see a larger sample size of competitive teams. Also, um, Carolina's great, Avs, great, but, you know, Blackhawks, Blues, Rangers even, 
I don't know, pal. It, it seems like a lot of teams, though, it, it's just like listening to like Puck Soup and just like listening to a lot of hockey. It, it seems like you've had some surprise. You've had surprise teams, then like a couple good teams, and then a, now the Islanders are seven and four. So do the Islanders now get to become part of this conversation of teams that aren't five hundred? Because like. The Islanders could be uh, eighty and two and would not be part of the conversation as far as most hockey uh, early, is concerned. Er, like earlier this week, it was like you know every team had roughly played like seven or uh, at, like about eight games or so, and and almost everybody was like four and four or like so, some mm-hmm. some close thing to four and four or nine games and four and five, five and four, like. So many teams were were like that like earlier this week, but now like just by virtue of the games happening, like what do the Islanders get to get any fucking love? I I don't know, but I guess to your point, it's it's that part of me thinks though with this idea of regression is that I I don't disagree, but I'm trying to pull up their who are their like scoring leaders right now, and it's like. So now Lee's at five, Nelson's at four, Wallstrom's at four, Parise's at four, like Dobson's at three, Bovillia's at three, Mayfield's at three, or wait, or maybe this is these these are all a, a game short because yeah, Palmieri got his third tonight. So I guess it's one of those things where I don't know that it's too early, just because I think. Maybe we just we just feel good and we're trying to tell ourselves to not overly buy in, but it's like I That's I, probably what it is. I'm just enjoying this until politics ruin my life in four days or whatever it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if like at this point, you know, if if they maybe play above the the pace they're playing or a little bit below, like the guys at the lower end of the range, the guys that have like three goals in 11 so far, or the guys like Lee, who has like six in, six in 11. Like, I don't think Lee's going to be a 41 goal guy, but at this point, he's at five. He's, he's, if he gets less than 25, it'll mean he went super cold. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, let me flip the question to you. Yeah. Do you have expectations of the team at this point? I guess. At this point, it, it's hard to say just because with how the schedule works and just like I try, I have ESPN Plus. Like right now, I have it on. I love throwing the games on because it's everything's on. But I don't really get to watch. Usually, I'm like if other shits, if it's if it's not an Islander night, it's a night to watch something that isn't hockey. Mm-hmm. Especially like shared show. We just started BoJack Horseman. Really enjoying it. Great show. Really enjoying it. Um, and it's like because we we just finished Breaking Bad, so it's like let's let's do with something that still has like feeling to it, but like it's just easier watch uh, on every what, level. What season are you on? We're still on the first season. Okay, remember that easier watch comment. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's okay. going to age horribly. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so like I mostly get to just see where teams are at by like i hear what the discourse is or Mm -hmm. or whatever and then i see how they look against the and the islander game and like see see where where it all lines up but it's like that's that's largely similar to the way that i consume hockey also it is hard to 
Like I, at this point, I, I I was already hope I was hoping, I was hoping they were going to be a playoff team, and now I'm expecting them to be a playoff team. I like that. And I like that fire. So so, but what type of playoff team? I don't know. I I don't know if if okay. So if all you're like if you're going to have a bunch of twenty to twenty five goal scorers, maybe a thirty goal scorer, but like. Uh, and all, if all those guys are scoring right now, that means there's also going to be a time where all We're those guys aren't scoring. And I think that was a little bit what you saw when the season was over two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think the defense, um, the fact that Pelic Pelic was a, a bit worrisome the first stretch, and and even in some of the swing games, streak, maybe three. Even he looked in, great tonight. He looked great tonight, um, but it still feels like him. And I mentioned it last episode, but I feel like Trotz's star pupils were Brock Nelson and Adam Pellick. So mm-hmm. it's no surprise. It's no surprise that those were were two guys where it was like, "What the fuck's going on with these guys?" Because they looked just labored. Like, yeah, they just looked absolutely labored, weathered, out of sorts. The, like when it was bad, and and they both have. Both of them, I think, have like literally mirrored where now they both are like really mm-hmm. adept. And I still think with Pelic, and I think maybe it's not just him, but it's just the way defense is so important as far as the transition goes. It still feels like there are times where he is passing the puck to a place or at a time when he shouldn't in a, in a breakout and or he's trying to carry it out in a situation where he needed to... Regroup. Pass it, yeah, a second. Pass ago, it, yeah. kick it back, or or. But but in general, he's looked great. Uh, I I mean, he he now is starting to really find his pelic, uh, his pelic game, and and same thing with Nelson. And uh, I think like if if those guys are starting to find it, like for me, it, it works in ways where it's like, okay, do we have the goaltending? Because if you don't, they're fucked. Period. Mm-hmm. We have the goaltending on a level that, like, has we we've never had this level. In we've never had this level, really. And 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 with with room to keep, you know, yes. operating at this level. Um, and then like the next step for me is like, okay, Pelican Pulak, and as we said, Pelic has been adjusting, but Ryan Pulak, I think, has been fucking lights awesome. out. Yep. I think he has looked like a number one defenseman so far. Like he, he's looked like a guy that's a first round draft pick, and 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 a guy that they've spent a lot of months. I think he's getting seven next year or something like that. I I don't remember. I, I can't remember what it was. I'll look it up now. But Pulak's looked great. So it's like okay, so having Pelican Pulak is like super reassuring. The fact that that then it's like okay, what are the now, if I have Pelican Pulak rolling and Sorokin's locked in, what are the uh, now we're, we're what, what the next tier is like? Is the how's Dobson looking? Dobson looks fucking awesome. Like I, I think what's really exciting so far is is watching Pulak. I think play at his highest level that that I think we've seen him play at, mm-hmm. and. Dobson just growing and just being better and better. That fucking play. That I, this is the play. third time we've talked it talked about, yep. but it's like 
but because it's the ability to read it so comp like to read it as competently as he did. Because a lot of guys would go, "Oh shit!" They're they would have been backing it. up four they, seconds earlier. Yeah, they would. They yeah, they would have been skating to try to prevent the pass, and he just like fucking read it and fucking the read is is amazing. The confidence to be like, "I'm gonna I'm going do, for it. fuck I'm, it," yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the skill to to land it. Yep. Is the amazing. strength to land it. The strength to land it. The presence it. of mind and the hand Precision coordination to, to make that pass perfect. It was. Woo. It's amazing watching that. So like so okay so Dobson Dobson's killing it. How's how's the fourth the fourth? I I would say I wasn't even looking for the fourth line to be anything. I thought they were cooked. That's Me too. A, that's a surprise. Them being great has been awesome. And then it's like okay, is Barzell going? He's finally going. Him, him, and Wallstrom and Bailey. They scored again tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, and then it's like, okay, how's Palmieri looking? Scored again. Like, um, things are. Uh, it, it's it's the type of thing where like I'm expecting to be a playoff team. I'm I'm, I'm leaving. You know, in Breaking Bad, speaks spillage mm-hmm. for them to just you know be a good wild card team. But I'm not. I'm not gonna with with how Ilya's playing and with how the guys are, how how everybody is playing. Um, this could be this could be a special and and how pissed those guys are about last season. Uh huh. Like, I think which they, they the, went the into, log the log jam at the Supreme Court waiting for the the points to be awarded. The, yeah, <laughs> they've been they've been just waiting to hear. Because they know they can't trust Washington. They they know they know it's a corrupt Supreme Court. There's no justice. It's they it's know just us. Yeah, and the, and and you know that Cal Clutterbuck said that I think yes. in, the, in the press conference. in the in the hentai uh, speech. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, I, I think um, my expectations are are at least playoffs. But I I'm not I'm not putting a ceiling on on how this this can go because. Of like like I was worried about Pajot, but he's starting to come to come along. I still mm-hmm. wonder if maybe his his hand the lingering is, injury from is just permanently fucked, or is the is the injury lingering? Yeah, is it, it like is it has his is his shot just cooked different now? Whatever happened to his hand, which is like that would suck. And but with Ratty with Ratty developing, I think that'd be like uh especially if he if he keeps getting these assists and and maybe as crazy empty net goals as he got tonight like if he stays productive fairly tradable guy in my opinion in the off season young enough mm-hmm. um but i'm not even thinking about that i'm just thinking about how excited i am that he's starting to find his shit um i'm just having fun i'm just vibing i'm just i'm just playing vibing. good life's good I, I, I'm going to say, so I, I, we don't need to get into around the league shit because we're running pretty late. There are a couple more things I wanted to get into. Um, oh, so so the one thing that, like literally the one space of movement that I see is is that uh, left side, third pair spot because, you know, was rooting for, for Salo, still am, but... Uh, Hasn't looked great. Uh, he he's definitely struggled, and he's not. 
He's not young. I think he is the same. Or no, he, he's he's the 2018 draft, I believe. Uh, Robin Sallow draft. He is not like a 20-year-old. Let's see. He was the 2017 draft. He is 24 years old. So he's not like... He's not old, but he's also not new to this shit. Yeah. And he's not... He was not doing well. Um, he did great in training camp and has struggled mightily. And and Aho, I think everybody knows what Aho is. He's a very... I think he's a very, I think he's a very genuinely good skater, and I think he's he has a. a pretty, I think so too. I think he, he has offensive vision also. I think yeah. But, the lanes he takes. Yes. So sometimes he just is a defensive liability a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean like a a lot of the because that's why like I need to I I need to like maybe watch like the the highlights or the condensed game because the condensed game. NHL uh, app, like, the condensed game, like, it's usually nine minutes. And I think it gives you pretty much, like, every, like, legitimate scoring chance and or, of like, goal, mm-hmm. uh, save, like, hit. Um, but, like, I, I have to look to see if how many, how many Sorokin insane saves are because of Aho, a miscue. Yeah, Aho getting burnt, like in the in the Ranger game, that save that he made on uh, Kako when Kako went through the entire defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that he burnt was Aho. The guy that fell on the play was mm-hmm. Aho. Um, tonight, the the cross crease sliding save was because Aho tried to break up the pass in the complete wrong direction. He like. Put his stick between him and the net, rather than between him and the the passing lane. So the entire behind him was just the passing lane, mm-hmm. and that's where the puck went. Um, I, I Aho, I all like it, it's it's one of those things where I I think sadly even with his miscues, I think Aho has been better than Salo so far. I agree. And, and it's more of an indictment on Salo than it is a compliment of Ajo. Mm-hmm. That's an area that I could see improved upon if there was any. And I'm kind of wondering if... Uh, I wonder if 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 you were to see a trade of any kind, mm-hmm. it would be... Uh, uh, it, it'd be, it'd be Salo and like a second rounder this year for... Defensive depth. Yeah, just a a uh, almost like a Nick Letty type of defenseman, like mm-hmm. a guy that's just gonna skate the puck. But basically, like just a dependable fit, like uh, ex- expected puck moving defenseman. Doesn't have to light it up. Mm-hmm. Just has to be able to like comfortably Not get cooked. Yes, comfortably gain the zone. Mm-hmm. Dump the puck in, make a, make a decent first pass. Not even a, a good first pass, just a decent one, and uh, basically, or like a a Thomas Hickey type of type of defenseman, really. Like I've loved Thomas Hickey on the broadcast. That makes me happy. He's great, handsome lad. He is. He is. Uh, did you listen to the Popcorn God himself's Island Ice podcast where he had an interview with uh, Thomas Hickey? I did not, but respect to the Popcorn God, Andrew Groves. Uh, Homer Simpson beat writer, 
energies. Check uh, out my uh, my little Bart Simpson. Oh mug. hell oh, it's yeah! It's got the it's got the "Don't have a cow" <laughs> catchphrase because everyone in the Islanders cinematic universe was having a cow. Oh, early this year. Yeah, I would also say uh, they should oh behave uh, as they say <laughs> one, in the Austin one Powers could say that, yes. cinematic universe. Um, but uh, um, <laughs> the ACU. Yeah, so Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Hickey's been great on the broadcasts, and but like that, they don't even need something. I mean, like or like it'd be great to have a, a Viznovsky if there's like a Vizna, and maybe Shane Gostisbehere would be that, but he's probably going to get with how much Arizona needs to sell. Mm-hmm. Like he'll his, his numbers have been really bad this year. I'm really? not don't uh, Gostisbehere. Don't confuse me uh, for one of these chart boys. <laughs> But I have seen I've seen some graphs for the ghost. For the ghost, not, yeah, because Chikrin hasn't played yet. Yeah, not so. looking great. So maybe maybe you buy you buy low on him. But uh, but that that's one area that that I'd see changed because otherwise it's just like everybody's more or less doing what you want them to do. Maybe you want them to execute a little bit better, but like. Not really much to fucking complain about. Yet some people on Twitter are still fucking complaining. But you're cooked. Now they're going to have to complain for $8 a month. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess... Um, I don't know. I, I, think, I think we've kind of we've kind of skated through... Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Looking at the outline. It's fitting that I almost forgot to talk about this. We, we have to get into Q&A. Uh, of course. But uh, Bellows be gone. Chief Keef. Bellows got waived. How how do you feel about that? Do you feel anything? I you... feel nothing. It's nothing. I could not feel less. It's nothing. Nothing even happened here. Again. It's fine. Again, <laughs> it's like it didn't matter. Yeah, it's at like his, all. It's like it's like Kiefer Bellows career, eye on their career, like didn't matter at all like don't worry about it it's it's crazy that that's literally how you uh, uh, to me that's the natural reflex i have to it yet people had reactions to this everybody needs a thing to complain about it's crazy i i don't and it's not like i'm not a hater of the guy i just he's been nothing he has been nothing he I think if you are of the disposition where you believe that he was not given an opportunity uh, to prove that he is something, you might feel a way about it. But I, I've never been impressed. They shouldn't have taken his PEDs away. Give him his PEDs yeah, back. Yeah. He needs bring them. steroids back. Bring yes. steroids back. But until the, until the bring steroids back movement uh, really picks up, steam you know with the political establishment they're they're illegal they're persecuted so he couldn't he couldn't uh we all have our crosses to bear um and 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 you can't do peds to be good at minor league hockey was was uh a bridge too far for him um tragic but uh he uh you know it's it's one of those things where like i don't understand I understand, like saying, like, "Oh, don't don't do appeal to authority shit." The coach is always right. Like, they're not. But like, do you really think 
that like how this guy has shown up in training camp. He's gotten looks. He's gotten mm-hmm. to play in training camps online. He's gotten to start seasons. He got to start this season mm-hmm. in a top nine role. I think he played a quarter of the games last year. And, he, and it's just one of those things where it's like the fact that everyone's complaining like, why didn't you wave Sashnikov or Johnston before this? I can't believe that. Like, it's like, if that's who Bellows is competing with, if that's who Kiefer Bellows uh, I, is competing I, again, with. Again, indictment of Kiefer Bellows and not, yeah. It's 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 one of those things where it's like, I, I, I can't understand the fandom around this guy. I was a big Josh Hosang guy. I still am. And I think Hosang has more of a claim to being robbed because Hosang actually looked dominant. Or dominant's a strong word, but when he was like, you know, in his first run. Yes. He was one of the Islanders of note. That's he was true. a play driving guy. And and it was Fully. like, oh. Whereas Bellows has just like he's had highlights, but like until the goal happens, you didn't notice him on the shift at all. Mm-hmm. And and so the fandom around this guy is just bizarre. And it's like uh ultimately like Ross Johnson, literally, you saw it when, when Martin had to had to you know go be, become a a father again. Uh, you had Johnson, who's like a roughly similar guy, and if you have a guy that needs a maintenance day or something, like or gets hurt, which happens every year to those fourth line characters. Having 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 a, a, a Sashnikov around, if it's just a day to day thing, or a guy just need, or if you think a guy like needs a healthy scratch, like I think he plays a roughly pro level enough two-way game that you can spot him in for a couple of games if you, mm-hmm. if you have a long-standing thing that's where you look at a you know uh, a, a ratty or a, a, a dufour or a holmstrom um but like you know so those guys have more had more of a defined role than what you're expecting out of Kiefer bellows yes Whereas what you're expecting out of Kiefer Bellows is a spark that never comes. And it's like... I think a lot of people think uh, Kiefer Bellows is younger than he is also. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure right. he's like 26 or 27. Right? No, he's not, he's not that old, but I'll look it up right now. Are he's, you sure? He was I thought he was 26. Nah, he's a, he, he might be 25. Let's see. Be- Kiefer Bellows age. Might be, oh, he's only 24. I'm making things up, bro. He's 24, but that's still... The, the, you're now six years post draft. The the steroids have aged him incredibly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but it's it's one of those things where it was just like the fact that like they wave him the day after the shutout of the Rangers and it was like people were upset about it like twelve hours later and I'm like I can't I can't fucking fathom being upset that that Bellows got claimed by the Flyers. Desmond, yes. I think that there are a lot of people. That like the New York Islanders, mm-hmm. that need to be upset about things in the Islanders' world, regardless of what those things are, for their lives are miserable outside of the Islanders' world. Well, it certainly seems that way. All you little Herb wannabe Pagliacci's, cheer up. 
Cheer up. Cheer up. The aisles, the aisles rock. We said relax. Don't hurry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. You get what you get. You don't you get do, upset. You don't get upset. Just shut the fuck up. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up, Please. fucking morons. And just Listen enjoy, to us. enjoy this fucking team. I, I and enjoy I, this podcast. Enjoy this podcast. Uh, you it's know, pretty, it's basic. Uh, it's uh, it's 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 pretty simple. If you're still listening, so uh, uh, Beal, you, you got any plugs? You, you play you play so much music. You have so many projects and 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 uh, work that you do. What do you want to plug? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at my name. Um, I play bass in a band called Pony. You can check that out. That's fun. Pretty Maddie. Uh, my Third friend, Eye Blind. Third my Eye Pretty Blind. Maddie, my friend Pretty Maddie has a new record coming out that I mixed. Um, I played all the lead guitars on it too. That'll be out soon. You can check that out on Spotify and wherever. That's it. I don't need to plug anything. Cool. Cool. Well, this has been the Page episode. Uh, you know, it's a new Balenium. It's Brock Vember. Bro Vember. What was the what was the one the the person on Twitter suggested? Uh Nell something. Nel, maybe, it might have been uh Nell Vember or Nels Vember. Yeah. Oh, but, is there a good QA or no? We forgot oh, Q and A. The Q and A. Wow. We can't leave the people uh Wow. Wow. This is why it's good this is why it's good to Beal and I have great chemistry because uh Beal is straight edge, so he's able to. It's 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 the offensive, def- it's the the, the risk taking defenseman, and the steady, stay at home guy. It's it's just it's a perfect, perfect combo. I think we only had a couple questions. Uh, let me see here. Okay, which Islander would most like career day? Uh, Desmond's band. band, Career Day. Career Day, uh, at Career Day NY, if you, on the social media. I feel like Pajot seems like a pop-punk guy. Pelic seems like a thoughtful guy and is a pop-punk guy because he went as Travis Blink, Barker. Travis Barker, yeah. So I think I think we're like thoughtful pop-punk. So I, I think I think I'd start with Pelic. I think he'd also like want to be friends with me because... He he has such little hair and he has uh, yes, such and you poor have hair. Luxurious hair. I have nice hair. Yes. I think so I, I, I a, go a follicle envy of sorts. I go Pelic first and then Pajot. And I think maybe maybe Bo because like pop punk is like kind of fast and that like that there's a horniness to it a bit. Because yes. it's fast. It's and, and so maybe Bo um I think those are all good choices. So uh I'm not sure if you had any any other ones that, that are pop punk guys. I, I feel like there might be one sleeper pop punk guy in the in the in the, in the squad. I think that might be it. Everyone else is older or likes country music or is too no nonsense, I think. Uh so uh that was pow- uh, that question was asked by Power Trash, a great uh, a good great, handle. A great, yeah. It's a, it, well, their handle, Power Trash sixty nine. Even uh, better. Great band. Uh, Vin asked, "Are we considering old Fisherman era players on the reverse retro a Jersey foul?" 
That's question one. Uh, question two, is this, albeit toned down reverse retro fisherman, the only time you can think of where the team stood up to the boomer generation actually sided with the younger fans? Great second question. Yes, that's interesting. And are you going to its debut? So let's do which game is the debut December 10th. It's against the, the hurricanes. I will be going. That's the easiest question to ask. I will be going. I have tickets. The show I thought I was going to be playing. If it happens, will be December 9th. So, um, I I'll think I, sh- I think game. I shall be home. Perhaps I will attend. Oh, militia party. Ooh. Mike's going to be there. Oh, it's no his way. birthday, but Happy I mean, birthday, Mike. well, you said it first and so now, I, now, um, if you say it last, you yeah. win his birthday. Yeah. Mike has been trapped as 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 being uh, my best friend, or me me being his best friend, as per the rule of the last person to wish you a happy birthday on the on the birthday. So every every year, I wait. I watch the Apple Watch get to eleven fifty nine and fifty seconds, and I like at like the fifty eight. I like make sure I press it. And it always counts. It's uh, so um, best friends for a whole year. Best friends for a whole year. Renewed contract. So you might be there. So then we, the next question up, we're doing reverse order. Is the albeit toned down reverse retro fisherman the only time you can think of where the team stood up to the boomer generation and actually sided with younger fans? Um, I think the crux of this question is the term stood up. I think that they've done things that the older fans have objected to at times. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Brooklyn era stuff, even something like taking Long Island off of the logo on the Brooklyn jersey. Yeah. Doing the, the whole Nets colorway. They, they did a right, I live right next to Barclays Center. Yeah. Um, they In your apartment. A, I can it's see right Barclays there. Center. Yeah, it's right there. Um, they did a whole like. Uh, notorious big thing that lit twitter aflame do you recall that <laughs> i i i remember it although the, the twitter going aflame is every uh, a daily three hours. Yeah. It's every three hours yes um so i think that they have done things that has done things that have drawn the ire of the elder isles fans but i don't know if they've necessarily done things in previous history specifically to cater to younger yeah younger fans i mean i mean getting getting into like you know just tackling i guess this question because a culture war related question is that like when you think about the the 2020 uh bubble protest you know crossover situations mm-hmm. they really shit the bed because on they the, made sh- on the statement yeah on their statement and to the point Terrible. where like Anders Lee then has to so that that's not the the a player and and presumably players felt away but the organization mm-hmm. went out of its way to be as like bo- waffling boomer. at best yeah yes. yeah bo- boomer boomer considerate S- yeah boomer sympathetic yes as as possible in that moment which like and again a good statement doesn't mean anything because plenty of companies and public facing mm-hmm. figures that made good statements have completely backtracked uh politically True. since then and um but like 
just as where, where the organization stands, like that's that's one that immediately comes to mind as, as them being so boomer considerate. Um, but yeah, I, I guess to your point, like this as as pathetic as it is, this is the first time they've, I think, like catered to. I think I think because having like a a somewhat with it Twitter account does not count because all you have to do is get an eighteen year old. Yeah. Social media intern that unpaid, loves the team, yeah. unpaid intern that is a that is a fan of the team mm-hmm. to do it and and will be like you know and make be real jokes on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Um, Wolf. At, like this is the first time where they've they've made a move that was like that they knew was going to be uh, knew was going to get vitriol from a like uh, not a. A decent, a decent amount of the population, a decent amount of fan base, and and they went with it anyway because they knew. Also, another decent amount of the, uh, probably more so, and they and with how they've been slow rolling it, from mm-hmm. that last that last season at the Coliseum, they had a a night where they came out in warm ups with a variation. Yes. It was just like blue jerseys, kind of looked like pra- like uh, morning skate jerseys, but with like the fishermen on them, like. Starting that year was when they started to have it in the team store again. So they've had so much market research. They've sold so much of it that either people, they got to find out how many people were already there and how much more they've been able to sell. Yes. That they're able to just go with it. So sadly, like it, it seems like it's a, they monetary. Yeah. Yeah. They stood up, but like it, it's not standing up would have been just instead of having that, that warm up. That last year at the Coliseum, if they gave a night to the Fisherman jersey, the last year at the Coliseum, that would have been like a psychotically ballsy move. Um, and and the the question: Are we considering old Fisherman era players on their verse re- uh, retro a jersey foul? No. Why? I don't consider it a foul. I just think it's a waste. Yeah, I think it's a waste because if you would really like one, you can find one in an arguably cooler and original uh, fisherman jersey on the internet. I think the charm of these jerseys is that that the fisherman's back, but it's come back with an actual, like, exciting team to watch with players, like, with several players. Like, the fisherman jersey... Realistically, you're probably only getting a Palfi jersey, yep, a Berard jersey, and then like those are the only like really good ones to get. You could get a Janssen, but really he didn't like find his shit until yeah, yeah after the the when it was still the wave, but it was the uh, oh, classic the logo, yeah. So it's like those are really it. You can like okay, Fisha was like he's kind of a symbol it's, of the era. It's Palfi, but it's Pal- it. it's Pal- Palfi, and, and I think I think Berard is acceptable as well. Yeah. Um, the but, fact that the, that you have like a good organization, like I think there's a charm to getting it. And honestly, I want to say I think the only Jersey foul. I, I it's curious how you feel about Jersey fouls. I I've kind of come to a place of uh, like I think. Unless it's Trump forty five, I, I was just gonna mention the Trump. That's the only Jersey guy. foul that I I think I like. 
really believe in. Because, like, sometimes like, I used to think about, like, when I see fans that, like, have their name on the jersey, I think, like, uh. But, like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, a lot of people, like, the Islanders are, is their main, like, side hobby. And it's, like, and also it's my, it might be one they celebrate with their family. So they all get, mm-hmm. like, the jerseys. And it's, like, fucking... I think that's I, I I've moved from being like that's that's lame to like that's a don't yuck my yum. I'm not gonna yuck that yum type of thing. Yeah, I feel that. I don't necessarily um, believe in a jersey foul. I don't think. Do what you want. It's your money. I do, and and I I'm gonna say- do what I want. I'm gonna get an Adam Pellick Fisherman jersey. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. An OG fisherman or reverse retro? Reverse retro. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Swag. I, I think I trust Sorokin enough that I'm willing to get past my last goalie jersey I buy is the DiPietro jersey All Star Weekend where his hip explodes and the yeah, Islanders the, entire the bonitis situation. The yeah. bonitis situation. Right, right as it seemed like he was just he he literally was starting in the All Star game. He was beating the he was beating the bonitis allegations. Only to have the bone, the, the bone alleg- <laughs> allegations beat him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I trust Sorokin enough, and I just trust that. I don't know. Buying this, I, I want to have a Sorokin jersey. So, like, fucking whatever. Um, I think I'm gonna get a Sorokin reverse retro. I, I will say, like, I, I do think it's interesting. Like when you see jersey jerseys of players that didn't play in that era, like. I think I think I re- I thought I recalled, maybe not anymore. But remember at the old Coliseum, sometimes I think I, seeing that navy, that like Michael Pecka era jersey with mm-hmm. like uh, bossy on it, or like Billy Smith or something like. I think it's like it's interesting. It's kind of weird. I don't think it's a foul, but I think it's a little weird. But I think like their their regular jerseys now, I think you can put a, a player from any era on it like i've seen yeah, guys i I've, agree i've seen the dynasty guys on there i've seen palfi i've seen jansen i've seen like a lot of i've seen turjan i've seen guys that didn't wear that jersey but are like guys that are like standard ba- bearers of their non-dynasty eras mm-hmm. get to wear the uh well i guess i guess no turjan did wear the he got to wear the dynasty era like type of knit, but he didn't get this current one. But uh, the point stands like I, there. There's a, a, an interesting kind of vibe to that. I think with with the reverse retros, because I don't trust them to wear it after this season. Get get a player that you mm-hmm. is like your favorite or like like your guy, or if you have a tie, one of the guys that are your like top tier guys. Get the reverse retro. Um, let's see. And I think we have one last question. Describe Mike's real and honest reaction to the Avalanche's third period against the Islanders. Um, that I cannot attest to. So I did not, I did not, um, see Mike after the game or as, as the, as the, the unraveling was come, was, was happening. But, uh, he, he in the in the in the group chat he was being kind of like I, let, let's see if I can pull it up but I, I remember him just kind of commenting on like another great game that I get to see 
Like it was. It, that's true. It was a great game. It was a great game, and I and I'm not gonna lie, there was like a a half of a, a molecule of my being that was like kind of mad that Mike was was getting to experience that game live because it was fucking awesome. We 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 post in the chat a lot, so I might not be able to get to it before we finish recording. But I I just remember him genuinely being like glad that it was it, that the game was being what it was in front of him, and he had, apparently had like seats in like section 106 so it was like oh yes he was saying that his seats were amazing right behind like where the islanders shoot twice love it so he got to see he got to see the third period with front row ish like front section Mm -hmm. seats um it uh so that was that was where uh where mike was mike was at but he he really held to it but uh I think that uh, I think that really. I, I don't think we have any other questions. Yeah. So great. This has been the Page episode. Uh, through the island. Listen, review, tell a friend. Leave a review. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.